Exactly. I, I am a known aphrodisiac, so you, it's gonna be. It's gonna I'm be. I'm already a, actually just sitting here. Now that you say that, are back on the captain's log with Ryan Niemiller, my guest, performing live at Off the Hook Comedy Club this weekend for Valentine's Day. What a great little treat for everybody in Naples. And there's gonna be a lot of November babies this coming out true. this year this in Naples. You're so. doing the work of the Lord, brother. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's been a wild ride, huh? Oh, this it's America's been crazy. Got Talent thing has just gone crazy for you. Which you deserve. You're amazing. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been different. I think the last time I was here, I was still in the middle of it, so there was yeah. no even guarantee. You stole my heart with your go. aphrodisiac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, day one. You've man, been coming I, on to me this entire time. It's been very. I was. <laughs> I, I, I snuck you. into your DMs. <laughs> yeah. I slid right in. Yeah, you were in there quick thing. too. You were in there was, quick. That's, that's what they say. You know? <laughs> I, try, I do that. I do you that. have a reputation for that. That's how I move. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, but this whole thing's been, you know, it's. You can kind of prepare yourself a little bit. You know, I had friends that have done the show, and yeah. I kind of see what it did for them. But, like, I'm not going to one. I'm not gonna say this is an exact one-to-one, -one, but I think it's very similar from what I've heard. Like, when you have a kid, you know, people can tell you before you have that first child, like, oh, it's going to be this, going to be this, but until it actually happens, yeah, you have I no have idea. Yeah, but I have two kids. You know? I never had an America's Got Talent baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is similar. Yet. But you almost Yet. lost me. But now I see <laughs> exactly. where you came around yeah. full circle. No, that's true, right? Yeah, you just, you just don't know until you're in the middle of it, and you're like, oh, this is what this is. Got yeah, it. Yeah, And how's it feel? Uh, it, it's cool, man. It's uh, I'm still... It's, it's, cause like you don't see, you never see yourself that way. Yeah. You know, I don't see myself as this guy who like, oh, I'm the guy from America Got Talent. I'm still the dude who grew up in the trailer park and did all this. And so for me, the fact that people like, you know, stop me at airports and want to take pictures and like, it, it's, it's very cool. Like I'm, I hope that feeling doesn't go away. One, one of the things I really admire is all your positivity, but I also like, and I was, I touched on it when we first got in the car. Like some of the trolls that like hate on you for oh, no reason. Yeah. Like the way you deal with them, I think, is actually very amusing. Uh, what do you feel like when they when they say dumb things or try to make fun of your jokes because you're saying something about your handicap oh. or something? Like to me, that's what you know. That's your life. Yeah, How exactly. do you feel? See, I, I don't mind when people troll me because like like they think they're getting me or getting under my skin, but like. Even the most successful comedians and people in the world are not universally liked. They're probably hated by more people than they're loved in the right. grand scheme of the population. But they don't realize, like, they, they negative tweet. I screenshot that with a little comeback on it. I've now weaponized my fans to then buy tickets, come out to shows, right. support me even harder. That person that's trolling on me doesn't like me anyway, so I don't care. And they're never the, going to buy a ticket. They were, like, they were never going to show up to a show. Chances so. of them showing up or even knowing anything about comedy are yeah, zero. Zero. These people just literally sit on the internet and hate on anything that they could find. It's so weird to me yep. that people have that kind of time in their life. Yes, yeah, so, so I'm just trying to figure out a way, if, especially if someone does something that's particularly goofy or something so yeah. ridiculous. Hey, if I can turn that around and get my fans excited right. about me, hey, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. Because I know that everyone's going to like me. Like, it's 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 a weird thing, especially, and AGT fans particularly, they're very passionate. So, so there's some that like, you know, the ones that love you are super supportive, are going to make you feel like you're part of their family. But they're the ones that like, if I quote unquote beat out an act that they love, it was my fault somehow. Right. <laughs> you know, right, so yeah. they're like after me. Like when they do like the eliminations, they just kind of randomly put you up against somebody. So it's like one person made it, one person did it. There's no rhyme or reason. You weren't 
pit up against each other because you were the two competing. That's just how they do it. But it, like, I would eliminate someone, and then their fans would be like, "I hate you! I can't believe right, you did right, that!" Yeah. I'm like, no, like I just got third. Like yeah. that's all that means. Like it doesn't mean that I personally like defeated them. That's not. Well, really By the way, guys, up. my guest Ryan Me Miller was a semi semi finalist or a finalist. A finalist. Finalist. Yeah, I got, I got third place. Got talent. I got third place he overall. Did take third place. Yeah. Uh, stole the heart of everybody across America mm -hmm. with the ad. But um, they can find you on the gram and your uh, Cripple Threat Eight. Eight. Right? Yes. Which, by the way, I love that. I love the Cripple Threat. Yeah. It is like literally one of my favorite taglines when you say like. I was, was going to be a professional And, and, it, and that's 100% true, yeah. too. People think I'm making that up for whatever reason. Like, like you don't get laid by telling people how much you love wrestling. Like, there's no <laughs> there's no reason for me to lie. Unless you're the rock. Come <laughs> exactly, on. Exactly, yeah. He, he can do whatever he wants, yeah. you know. But, like, yeah, so it, I had that name. I wanted to be a pro wrestler. I trained for a few months to do it, and my back just couldn't take it. Like, that stuff's hard on your body. Right. But I liked the name so much, and I was getting into theater and improv and comedy at that time. And I was like... I'll just be the cripple threat of comedy then. So funny, like, when I did the commercial this week, um, we put in there uh, the cripple, tri cripple threat. Okay. And the girl that was recording was like, that's so wrong. I'm gonna, it's triple threat. <laughs> no. I'm going to change it. And then so I heard it come back and she's like, it's the triple threat of comedy, right? And you know, I'm like, nope, nope it's really that, the cripple threat. Actually she it. thought it was a typo. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that makes a good play on words then. Right, we right. assume it can't be right. That is great. So what do you got going on right now? I mean, you're touring across the country. Yes. Like, all of this is new. You didn't start out being this famous. Tell me about how the journey started. Oh, so it's been, like, I was working at a similar pace to this before, but just in dive bars and American legions and basically anywhere that would give me a little bit of money, maybe yeah. feed me. And you were <laughs> out hustling those acts yourself, those gigs yep. yourself. Yep, so so management and stuff is very new for me. That's a new world. But, uh, you know, I, I've been doing this, uh, when I got on AGT, I was 12 years in. So wow. I've been doing this a long time already. 12 years, and how, how in 12 years, you probably made as much as you made in the past six months. Yep, pretty right? much, yep. I'm right, guessing. Right. Well, I, I, I'm not, like, I don't want, I, I'm not this guy as a person, so I'm not like a how much money I make kind right. of guy. But you know, but you need to what, make what, money at least to, to live. Yes. And, and over those twelve years, I'm sure that that was tough. Yeah. Like, like the cool thing is now, like if something happens and something has to be rescheduled, like in the past, if that happened, I might have to call my brother to borrow money to pay rent that month. Right. Yeah. Now sure. it's like, oh well, I get to sleep then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a nice benefit. Which is like real life. Yeah. Because that's a struggle, man. Being a being a touring comic and. How much of that were you headlining and how much were you even just taking whatever gig you could get? Uh, so the last two or three years before it, I was mostly headlining. Right, because uh, your act got so strong, no one could yeah, follow you exactly. anyway. So but, that happens naturally, right? So, so I was headlining, you know, C-clubs, smaller rooms, one-nighters, doing those. And, you know, great fun times, but like, I mean, you know how it is. You yeah. you make 150 with no hotel, sure. you know, that kind of thing. Right. Sleeping in my car, doing all that. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, getting by, like, there's worse things than... And you're in showbiz, and people think that's already amazing. Oh, exact, you're an amazing comic. Exactly, yeah. But it's a struggle. Yep, it is. Uh, uh, I, I tell people I'm a 13-year overnight sensation. Like, yeah. that's basically what happens. Because yeah. uh, comedy, especially, it's like one of those businesses where you go from, like, not making any money. It's an expensive hobby for a long time. You right. put more into it than you're making 
to, if everything works out, making more money than probably anyone deserves doing this. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's at a, the end of the day, you're just, you're, you're right. talking about it's your one penis or the other. and you're, you know, you're just making jokes about your genitals and like, you're just being goofy and they give you a lot of money for it eventually, if you're lucky. That's so. true. And speaking of hobbies, you have an interesting hobby that yes. you do. Uh, tell me about it. Cause I don't know. I, I know about video games, Super Mario. That's the only yeah. video game I <laughs> even know about. Yeah, like so, maybe uh, some of the new stuff that my kids play, but that's it. Yeah, so I, I'm a video game collector. So that's what I do on the road. I don't do, um, I, I don't have the normal stereotypical comic vices on the road yeah. of, uh, of maybe partying a little too hard in places that you're at. Uh, I, I'm an old nerd, you know, I don't drink. I don't do any of that. I never have. Uh, so Collecting video games is like what? Like you just look at them? I don't even know. Uh, well, well I, I play them too. So, okay. so I, I have consoles all the way from like Atari up till now. Uh, and, I, and I play the stuff I get, you know. I, the I buy old the... Atari and yep. then you find a video game that works with that 1985 Atari. Yep. And so that's like, that's a whole movement, right? Because yep. people collect these like baseball cards. Basically. They, they have a value depending yep. on... Some of them have a very expensive value. Right. <laughs> as well. So. so what's the top of the line? What's the Rolls Royce in your collection? So uh, in my collection, I don't have any of the really super top, top ones. I have a couple ones that are worth, you know, 150, 200 bucks. Okay. Um, the kind of holy grail of video game collecting, there's a game for the uh, original Nintendo called Stadium Events. Okay. Uh, there's only known to be about... 20 if that really versions of it that exist out there um so i, I have a buddy um that i got to know uh, he, he randomly grew up with my cousin actually he has one of the only complete nes collections in the world like in box really? he paid 25 grand for that game alone really just to have that yeah so and is there a is there a higher resale value now for that is uh, it going at, up at, at this point if he wanted to flip it he could probably get someone to pay 40 50 grand for it really yeah so but like again, that, that's not the type of collector I am yeah. because I also like when I get stuff, it's cool having rare things. But essentially, I'm buying stuff with the intention to play them. Okay. I'm gonna take care of them. I like displaying them. But like, if I have anything that's still not open, yeah. it's just because I haven't gotten around to it yet. It's not because this is my don't touch okay. <laughs> thing, okay. you know? Because because the sense, I mean, they're it's like I, I love it, but they're toys. They're they're games, you know. There's right. nothing. You know, it's it's not it's not a kidney <laughs> or something that you shouldn't be touching. You know, like, is there like like baseball card shows? Is there video game shows? Yep. Like where you go and there's like a week event or a week yep. party? Yeah, uh, there, there's a, a big one. I'm getting to go for the first time. Actually, it's in Portland. Really? That I'm going in. Uh, in Are you August. gonna be like a celebrity there? Uh, I, I'll probably be recognized a little bit. There. I'm sure. But but I won't even be because like they have like a lot of like uh, video game YouTube guys will be there, yeah. so they'll be the bigger celebrity. Right. Like, it's kind of cool. Like. Like in those markets, like because like that's a very niche thing, but there's celebrities in that niche, you Absolutely. know. So like they're like they're rock stars to them. The whereas YouTube for like a normal person, you, you just wouldn't know. Yeah. You know in so. a certain circle, if you're a YouTube star and you're a fan, you think that person is the biggest thing on earth. Yep, and that, I mean, that, my kids think some of these YouTube guys are like you know as big as they get. And yep. Like, oh, dad, can you get that guy? He's so big. Some you can't actually. They yeah, are too big. They're that big. Yeah. But some, I'm like, yeah, he's really not that big. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think there's mind. a kid. I, I can't remember what the channel's called. It's like Ryan's Toys or something like that. It's an eight year old kid yeah. who made twenty six million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's like. Hey, clearly there's a market for it. Like you don't make that money accidentally. So good on anyone that can figure it out. And as a kid growing up, I never wanted to watch someone open toys. Give me the damn toys. I yep. want to play them and open them. Yeah, today but, they do. Yep, it's it's a it's 
weird what catches on, but like, yeah. like the way I always look at stuff like that, that's not necessarily for me, right. but I'm sure stuff that I liked as a kid wasn't for my parents and stuff they liked as a kid wasn't for their that's parents true. and that's true. Th things change. Like that stuff isn't designed for, for old ass men like us anymore. What, what about the, so back to the video games, cause it's so yeah. interesting to me cause yeah. I've never been involved in right. like learning more about it, but do you actually play the like beat the game and yep. then you put it back on the shelf be like I beat that game yep yeah, so, so that's the goal so, so to show how kind of nerdy I am I keep like spreadsheets of like how long it took me oh, to beat yeah, the game that's like how nerdy, I did it yeah like, that's nerdy. It's the same reason I'm a sports fan. Like, I'm a huge baseball fan, for instance, because I, I love numbers. I love stats. Yeah. I love trying to beat my records okay. on things. Like, like so I, I like that. baseball a lot. Exactly. I do that with my football, yeah. baseball. I, I like that kind of competitive nature. Okay. And just, like, numbers are really fascinating for me like that. Like, who beat this the fastest? Who sure. did, you know, who beat the most game? You know, that type of thing. So do you actually compete against other guys that beat the game at uh, a certain race? So, so, sometimes it's just with a group of friends, with yeah. a couple of us. Okay. That, okay. I, I, just through doing this stuff, uh, I have a few friends who are collectors as well, so we help each other find things. Sure. I'm on the road, I'm in all these random cities that like I wouldn't casually be in if Are you I didn't in have like this job. thrift shops too yep. doing this? Yeah, I'll, I'll find Goodwills, I'll find little mom pop antique shops, because you never know People just bring stuff in. It's like a whole run when you go to a yard sale and there's like, yeah. hey, right? You go crazy, you jump out of your skin. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and when I go to a yard sale and I see old fishing tackle, yeah. I, I, I got to look right Very away. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I got to see all of it. Yeah, and, and it's also exciting too because like, I like I, I don't talk about it a ton, ton, because I don't want my social media to just be me begging for games kind yeah. of thing. But, but we're begging but, for but, games. Guys, give up games. But, but like, it is cool. Like, and it's another testament to just like how cool it is to have passionate fans now right because occasionally they'll bring me something like yeah. hey i just had this box of stuff that i'm not doing anything with anyway totally do you want it and it's like it's like a weird sign of respect that someone like likes you enough yeah. that they're like hey i know i know you enjoy this so here you Which go is amazing. <laughs> you know so even on my show i get people that like cut up the show and do different clips themselves i'm like that's so cool yeah because they, they don't get anything out of it they don't have to other no. than just doing a nice fun thing right. so so i appreciate it and for me it's just something that uh, i mean i probably don't have to tell you you know the road can be lonely you can, you can get in a weird headspace you know, i'm gone from home all the time you know my girlfriend lives in california so i don't get to see her barely at all right so you like you can get in a weird headspace so having something like this that i think is more positive to like I look forward to going to the video game stores. I look yeah, forward to yeah. searching around for things. Yeah, it keeps you motivated. It exactly. keeps you having fun and staying, uh, well, staying faithful on the road. Hey, huh? that you're also, gonna get, yeah. You're not going to get laid very often <laughs> yeah, looking at a video yeah, game store, with, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's good. So she's happy. She's really promoting Yeah, this she's like, please, hobby. get more. Here. This is a very good hobby for you, Ryan. You need to continue. <laughs> you certainly are. She's like, here, take my card. Right, Go ahead, right. take my credit card. Buy a couple for me. <laughs> That's great, guys. Ryan Niemiller's my guest. By the way, you can see him at Off the Hook Comedy all weekend. Valentine's Day. Bring your little lovely lady out. Uh, get and some lobster, whatever you want to do while you're getting some ha ha's with Ryan. I don't know why I'm stuttering. It's probably my cold. I have a cold, you know. I, was, oh, I, I figure you're just very nervous. Yeah, around it's me, like, probably <laughs> SARS or something like that. It's like Yeah, I think I've so much recently. Jeez. It's probably the corona. Guys, check them out, and uh, this is the Captain's Log. Thank you. If you like the show, give us a rating, say hello, drop a line. Uh, you can see Ryan on his DMs, right? You are the Cripple Threat 8. Yeah, Cripple Threat 8. Instagram. Yeah. We out, guys. Thanks for watching.